escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. News Prime Headlines is brought to you by Don't take risks. Use a condom every time. And thanks to Malatu, I kicked out Malaya one time. Some spices. Yes, I can. Coming to live from our studios here at Kukumi Minakra, this is Joy News Prime with me, Carlos Caloni. In the headlines, speakers at the ongoing Ghana-Ba conference led by President Akufuado tears apart former President John Mahama for his comment alleging that President Akufuado has packed the judiciary with MPP-aligned judges. Attorney General says former President Mahama is ill-informed about the processes of appointing judges. And minority demands fairness from the Ghana Police Service after postponing its demonstration for the second time against central bank governors over disputed route. They are more as they remain resolute to embark on the protest to force the central bank governors to resign, regardless of setbacks. As the African Union peacekeeping mission in Somalia wraps up its operation, terrorist group fighting the government, Al-Shabaab, has become fluid and unpredictable. We are live in Somalia, where the EU peacekeeping mission insists it has eliminated many of the threats and confident the country cannot handle its own security matters. We have prime business at 8 p.m. Ghana Hotels Association petition Speaker of Parliament over what they say is unfair treatment from the PURC in increasing water and electricity tariffs. And prime sports uh, at 8.15. For French football star Paul Pogba faces up to four years football ban after failing a standard doping test in the Italian Serie A. We'll bring you details as a player ready to challenge the outcome. We are your home of independent, fearless, and credible journalism. Please stay with us. We are grateful you could join us here on Join Us Prime. Now, former President John Mahama's comment that President Akufado has packed the judiciary with MPP-aligned judges dominated the opening ceremony of the 2023 Ghana Bar Conference with speakers after speaker criticizing the comment of the former president. John Mahama at the NDC's Lawyers Conference vowed that a future NDC government will appoint NDC lawyers to become judges to balance what he called a deliberate attempt by President Akufado to till the judiciary in favor of the NPP. We'll hear from speakers at the Ghanaba conference shortly, but first, listen to comment by John Bahama. I claim that the judiciary is packed with NPP um, um, inclined uh, judges because the, this government has carried out a deliberate policy of putting um, their people on, on the bench. 
it's more than 80 towards 100 and counting. He's packed the courts, and we know that they've packed the courts because they want to avoid accountability after they have left office. And so all manner of people who are known to have been partisan, to have been executives of their party, who are in the legal profession, are being leapfrogged into the superior courts and other places. We must be prepared as NDC legal persons to also go onto the bench so that we can balance out, you know, the judicial. And so I encourage some of you to look at careers on the bench so that we can balance out what's the current situation. President Akufuado led the onslaught on former President John Mahama, describing his comments as irresponsible and dangerous. Who has told the world that I have packed the courts with so-called MPP judges, and that one of the key purposes of a putative NDC victory in 2024 will be to enable him balance the courts with so-called NDC judges. Not only are these concepts of, quote, MPP and, quote, NDC judges new in our public discourse, they are also extremely dangerous and represent the most brazen attack on the independence of the judiciary by an allegedly responsible politician of the Fourth Republic. They provide another reason, if more were needed, why right-thinking citizens should ensure the defeat in 2024 of the man whom the first special prosecutor identified as government official number one in the still unresolved airport airbus bribery scandal. The next speaker to take on the former president was the Attorney General, Minister for Justice, Goffrey Damibuab. He said former President Mahama is ill-informed about the processes of appointing charges. For one to express the desire to appoint mainly members of one's political party to the judiciary, if given the mandate to govern the nation again, clearly indicates an unfamiliarity with the process of appointment of judges. Whilst appealing the constitutional duty of the president to appoint all judges in the country, it is imperative to note that the president does not appoint judges to any country, to any court in a vacuum, or in that regard. Each appointment onto the judiciary first by an indication of a vacancy by the Judicial Council. Without a vacancy, the President cannot appoint. We cannot in this regard rule out the coincidence of situations. If a vacancy arises, it falls for whichever President is in office to formally fill same by appointing after the exhaustion of all constitutionally mandated procedures. Thus, the notion that the President can just appoint any member, any number of judges that he desires in order to neutralize in quote, the perceived declaration of the judiciary is incorrect grossly misleading. Further, the participation of the Judicial Council as well as the Council of State and Parliament, where necessary, in the processes of appointing a judge stipulated in Article 144 of the Constitution, cannot be ignored. The President also does not have the power to empanel any court in the country. Then came the president of the Ghana Bar Association, Yabuafre Champon, who described the comment as baseless because appointment to the bench do not take into consideration the partisan affiliation of persons. It is worrisome when members of the Ghana Bar Association itself join the chorus of ignorant partisan populists to denigrate the image of the legal profession and judiciary.
Why should we allow politics to divide us? Why should we subject ourselves to the dictates and wishes of politicians and sacrifice the nobility of our profession on the altar of divisive partisan politics? Last year, we were told that unanimous judgments mean that there is no scholarship and independence of thought in judicial reasoning. And in the process, Supreme Court judges were referred to in derogatory terms as unanimous SC. We even had the immediate past Chief Justice being described as the worst Chief Justice ever, and that lawyers of a particular political tradition were discriminated against when they appeared before judges. As if that was not enough, this year we are being told that the requirement to be appointed to the District Court bench, the Circuit Court bench, the High Court, the Court of Appeal and the Supreme Court is by being a member of the political party in power and that this policy will be replicated in the event of a change in government. The natural question to be posed to our overtly partisan colleagues applauding such a statement is, in the event that they join the bench at any level during a change in government in the future, how will they feel if people tag them as having been appointed to the Superior Court bench, not because of their knowledge of the law or high level of integrity, but only by reason of just being members of the ruling party? It is instructive to state that, save the Court of Appeal and Supreme Court, when nominations are made by three parties, the government represented by the Attorney General, the Judiciary and the Bar, appointments to the lower court bench and the high court is pursuant to advertisements in dailies inviting persons qualified to apply. There is never a requirement that an applicant has to show his political affiliation. As a member of the Appointments Committee of the Judicial Council, I can say on authority that at no stage of the interview and evaluation process is the political leanings of an applicant required. We also have on the line a member of the NDC legal team, Nick Pakpo Samwa Ado. Uh, Mr. Ado, I want to find, were you at the conference? Tell us. I joined the conference online. So you have the option to be in there in person or to join online. All right, so how about your other NDC uh, members who are lawyers? Can you tell if the, all of them were there? Oh, quite a number were there. One must understand that, and let me say good evening to your listeners. Mm. The Ghana Bar Association is a welfare association for and on behalf of all lawyers in Ghana. It is a completely different context from, for example, Lawyers like myself, who also belong to what we call the NDC Legal Forum, mm. or Lawyers Association, who, as lawyers, have identified ourselves with a particular political party, which is allowed under our constitution, mm. the freedom of association. The problem that arises, okay, is the fact that you will hear the same bar president trying that we should, as lawyers, avoid allowing partisan politics to creep into our association. Mm. Because our association is meant first and foremost for the welfare of lawyers. Okay. It is an apolitical association. Now, when the opening ceremony of the association becomes a forum on which the sitting president decide that he is going to take aim at one, a former president of the country, to the current presidential candidate 
of the NDC, the National Democratic Congress, and will cast aspersions at him, describing him as a criminal. Mm. He made a criminal allegation against the former president on the, on the opening ceremony of the Ghana Bar Association. He called him and repeated an allegation made by Mandinamidu. You understand? Yeah. And yet, this is the same Mandinamidu that calls our city president the mother serpent of corruption. So you see, when the, and then the, my dear friend, the Attorney General, also comes out to say that in the next election, he said that it is not going to be another lawyer who may be president, but it's likely to be an economist. Mm. You see, when you allow these public officials to use the platform of the Ghana Party to go into partisan markets, do you understand? All right. What are you doing? You are not, you are contradicting the very things that you say we should not do. Okay. It is different if the president and the attorney general at the forum of the MPP, let's say the MPP is launching this manifesto, or the MPP is doing something that is being organized by the MPP, mm. decides to respond to the former president, that one is an MPP platform. So you see, in one breath you accuse NDC lawyers of creating a platform for the former president to denigrate the judiciary and other institutions. And mm. at the same time, you create a forum to allow the current president and the attorney general to attack okay, the so, leader of the opposition. All right. How contradictory right. can you be? Th that point is well made. I want to find out, do you believe the attacks on the com or the comments made by the former president uh, actually justified these comments made by the... The president in his own speech admits the fact that in other jurisdictions, the political persuasion of judges is a basis of appointment. Mm. I believe he saw that in the statement, especially when he referred to the U.S. judiciary. You understand? Some stand for elections and other things. The former president has opened a conversation. Mm. His point is this. And remember, he's entitled to his opinion. It's right. a constitutional right. He says that from where he sits, if you look at the statistics, when it is the NDC, number one, the NDC government seems to be very restrained mm. when it comes to the appointment of superior court judges. Okay. If you look at the statistics, you would clearly see that as compared to the MPP administration, the NDC administration tends not to appoint that much number of judges, for example, our Supreme Court. So he calls upon NDC lawyers who maybe for some reason have not been too inclined towards looking at careers on the bench, mm. to look at careers on the bench because there is a need, in his opinion, to balance out these appointments so as to ensure that there is balance okay. in the numbers on the judiciary in terms of who is the appointing authority or who is the appointing government. So you don't see anything wrong with that particular statement by the former president? He is going to appoint NBC. Uh, uh, judges onto the bench. He's saying that as the appointing authority, NBC mm. lawyers should look at the career on the bench. What is wrong with that? All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Nick Bakpo Samwa, who is a member of the NDC's uh, legal team. We are so, so grateful for your time.
Now, moving on, the minority is demanding fairness from the Ghana Police Service in its handling of their protests. They are accusing the central bank governors of mismanagement, leading to posted losses impacting negatively on the livelihoods of Ghanaians and are therefore using the protests to mount pressure for their resignation. However, the protest has suffered setbacks due to disputed route with the police. Minority leader Dr. Kesela Tufosun said, despite these challenges, they remain resolute to ensuring the governors resign. That we, NDC minority, we are saying the governor of the central bank has indeed broken rules and laws. We cannot also be the very ones to break the same laws. Our position is simple. And we've seen the attempt by the Ghana Police Service to scatter our protest. But today, in spite of the back and forth, we were able to agree on a new route and a new date. So now the protest is going to happen. We don't want to give them additional opportunity for them to scatter the protest. The protest will happen. Unfortunately, um, they could not determine what a security zone is. They could not also inform us the boundaries of the so-called Bank of Ghana security zone. But we have agreed on a route that we believe will serve the purpose. In the end, we expect the governor himself to meet us somewhere determined by the route and obviously to take the petition from us. Uh, in the end, I can assure you, it's not about fairness. It's about protesting and letting the people be aware that what has gone on, the management of the central bank can, not, can never be allowed to continue. On that basis, we are calling on them to resign, and they have to go now to protest. We are constrained by new development to now hold the demonstration against the ills of the governor of Bank of Ghana and his two deputies on Tuesday, 3rd October 2023. At today's meeting at the Greater Accra Regional Police Command, the, the police could not determine the boundaries of their so-called security zone of the Bank of Ghana. We consider the posture of the police as a deliberate attempt to frustrate and scatter our peaceful Occupy Bank of Ghana protest. In the interest of public safety and security, and in order not to provide an excuse for the Ghana Police Service to further check their constitutional obligation to provide protection for the upcoming peaceful protests. We have agreed on this new date, Tuesday, 3rd October 2023, with a new route. We have subsequently written to the Ghana Police Service, and they have promised to reply us today. In line with this, we will continue to intensify and deepen our community and public engagement on the Occupy Bank of Ghana protest. But I also want to use this opportunity to assure the general public that come what may, the Occupy Bank of Ghana protest will happen and will happen on the 3rd of October 2023. Thank you. Now, the Western Regional Security Council has launched a formal investigation into the activities of Star Adams Enterprise following a tragic quarry explosion in Kobina Andokrom that claimed the lives of five individuals on Saturday. The quarry site in question was being operated by a Chinese company, which had reportedly not completed the necessary processes to legally conduct quarry operations. 
The council chaired by the Western Regional Minister, Governor Otre Dakumens, tasked the investigative committee to look into the dealings of the company and unravel the cause of the explosion. There's more in the following report. Saturday's explosion has raised serious concerns about the dealings of the mining company at the heart of the explosion. Chief Executive Officer of the Minerals Commission, Martin AC, after inspecting the explosion site, said the enterprise was operating documentation when you pick intelligence what do you do you go there and try to stop them if you need security help you provide them and so the, the person or the enterprise do not have all the necessary documentation approvals to do this kind of thing so if this happened it is because it is an illegal operation but at least i i take pride in the fact that the inspectors came to stop them that they cannot do it at least for now as far as our records are concerned, they are not, they are not permitted. Chief Executive Officer of the Environmental Protection Agency, Kobena Kukufu, also visited the site. He says many companies flout environmental laws in their operations and the agency will soon drag these companies to court. Uh, all these uh, what are flouted uh, day in and day out. Once we catch you, uh, we have to apply maybe administrative sanctions and possibly put for the court of law. But leading member of parliament... Escuchas ese rugido. Sientes la experiencia de poder. La emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Minds and Energy Committee, Dr. Kwabena Donko said, the Minerals Commission and the Environmental Protection Agency should be held liable. Regulatory bodies have a responsibility to enforce the law. And if you admit that they are, they are not fully licensed, then the, there is a case of enforcement failure and the regulatory body themselves should be held responsible. The Western Regional Security Council has decided to set up a nine-member committee to probe the dealings of the company and bring to light the cause of the explosion. Kwabena Otri Daku Menta is chairman of the council. We are forming a nine-member committee made up of the Western Regional Coordinating Council. We are also giving them three weeks to present us a full report on the causes of desperation and also to look out for other causes that we need to check in future. We also want to establish whether the company was up to speed with its own safety guidelines and licensing that they are supposed to go through. And we also would like to know whether the company had authorization to store those um, explosives. The committee is expected to submit recommendations to prevent any such future occurrence. Any such future occurrence. For Joy News, Michael Ashali. Now, the Ghana Highways Authority has defended the 1 million Ghana cities budget allocated for the demolition of portions of the Accra and Tama Tobolth. Concerns have been raised by a section of the public regarding this sum. However, in response to these concerns, the director in charge of road safety at the Ghana Highways Authority, Joseph Achu Amejaka, explains that such apprehensions are baseless. There's more in the following report. Two contractors are expected to collaborate in demolishing three out of the eight toll booths on both ends of the motorway. The first contractor responsible for installing street light to prepare for the main demolition reports that he is on course to complete his portion by end of this week. Uh, 
per the scope, we are supposed to do nine of them, which uh, uh, practically means nine poles. So as you can see, we've casted the concrete plinth, which is in the process of curing. You can see ahead, we've casted all of them. In fact, we've replicated the same thing at the Tamar, Tamar Tobut side too. So they are also in the process of curing. After that, uh, to give you a brief uh, schedule of what the next line of action is, is we will put our knots on the on the boat, the anchor boat. We we'll put the pole on it and align them to be straight. We use spirit level and other instruments to check them to be straight. Then after that, uh, we put our solar lights on them. So uh, tentatively, by Wednesday, we we'll erect the pole. Thursday, we we'll put the solar lights on them and do our pre-commissioning before the next day, which is uh, will be an official inspection of it per the schedule we've drawn. Meanwhile, motorists are expressing frustration over inadequate warning signs, which they believe are contributing to road crashes at the project site. Last night I was from Odessian, Kumasi. So when I, I reached by the addition, the reflector is too close. I and I one track to when to come by, you see the ties appear the distance the road. So I want to dis, defend myself and then defend the track. So my two rims out uh, uh, spoil and then the distance my three ties who was blast. In addition to the insufficient warning signs, motorists say the one million Ghana cities budgeted for the demolition exercise is excessive. Actually, uh, taking off this one million Ghana cities, wow, there is it's a lot to put down this. Our is it's not supposed to take up that amount of it. So if they have to demolish it, that that's fine. They should go ahead. But the amount you mentioned earlier, it's it's it's, it's ridiculous. I mean, for this thing, one million, it's 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 ridiculous. I think I think it's too much. It's where they, they can look at other. They, they they can outsource it to I mean local people to do it. Or I don't know who is coming to do it and is charging that much. So. That, that is too much, honestly. Responding to these concerns, Joseph Achu Amejake, Director of Road Safety and Environment at the Ghana Highways Authority, justified the expenditure. Principally, the work is composed of uh, three, part, is three uh, parts. We have the demolition works, we have the streetlight works, we have the safety safety works, which is the installation of uh, safety barriers. You know, once we get this place, uh, the structure is demolished. We need to channel traffic only through the concrete pavement. So we have to barricade or put safety barriers so that no vehicle can veer off the extension of extension that was made at the, the two booth location. So it means that we have to channel, we have to get safety barriers to, uh, well, direct, directly the vehicles, vehicular traffic through the original motorway pavement so that they don't veer off to the other side. So the work is composed of first the streetlight project, then the demolition. Then installation of road signs and then installation of uh, safety barriers. Uh -huh. So all this is add up to the the cost of all this was add up to one million Ghana cities. What do you make of the concerns being raised by uh, experts and the public that it's, the cost is just too much? Uh, maybe they are not privy to the details of the work because it's only, not only at one side that we are working. We are working at both the Tama end and then the Accra end. 
So the two of them, the Tema and the demolition of Tema and, and then the Accra one, that makes up, uh, up to 600,000 Ghana cities. The others are the installation of uh, street lights and then the installation of safety barriers and safety signs. Uh -huh. So these are the cause breakdown. According to officials, demolition works at the tow booth will be completed by the end of next week. Now, some residents of Techuma municipality of the Bono East region are appealing to city authorities to institute measures capable of solving the municipality's flooding challenges. The residents who were speaking to join us after less than 30 minutes of rainfall attribute poor drainage along the principal street of Techiman as the major cause of flooding within the municipality. Anas Sabit has more in this report. Poor drainage systems in towns and cities contribute immensely to flooding. The drains and gutters constructed in the Techiman municipality are not large enough to ensure easy flow of water during rainy days and this is one of the main causes of floods along the principal streets of the municipality. Residents are calling for the intervention of city authorities after some parts of the city was nearly flooded after less than 30 minutes of rainfall. The drainage constructed is too small, so the rainwater overflows onto the streets, making it difficult for us to cross. So we are appealing to authorities to help us find a lasting solution to this matter. It is always difficult for us as drivers whenever I train. I was unable to cross this afternoon and had to use a different route around the main market. So we are all not spared, both drivers and Okada riders, because the rainwater gets into our vehicles. And that is worrying, so we are appealing for help. It's been so for the past four or five years since the construction of this road. This is even small. When it gets worse, you are even at risk of being carried away. Motorists are always at risk during rainy days and school children find it difficult crossing the streets as a result of this situation. When it rains heavily, it drags vehicles, school children, sometimes causes accidents. To warn the regional minister, the MC and the member of parliament to come to aid before something terrible happens. I Though authorities have over the years taken cosmetic measures to help address the situation, these presidents want a lasting solution to the current situation. Uh, we took a break, we return with more. Stay with us. Number 
the malaria really knocked you down, eh? Challenge no joke. Fever, headache, vomiting, loss of appetite. I couldn't even eat my usual fufu. <laughs> you and your fufu. But I hope you got it tested before the malaria treatment. Yes, I did. And thanks to Malatu, I kicked out malaria one time. When malaria strikes, take Malatu, containing Arthometer and Lumefantrine. Comes in tablets and suspension for effective treatment of malaria. Great to have you back. Thank you. No problem. Malatu is suitable for adults and children. Manufactured and distributed by NS Chemist Limited. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA. It feels like becoming an entrepreneur aside academics is never going to be possible when you're in school. Mainly because we feel that we are young and we don't have the resources and the guts to be one. But if you believe in yourself and you have the passion to become an entrepreneur, then you already are. Staying ahead in a highly competitive environment requires applying creativity and innovation to every aspect of your journey to becoming an entrepreneur. Presently, entrepreneurship is driven by creativity and innovation to attain business objectives. The explosion in technology, business, entrepreneurship and consumption in this new era is as a result of the ongoing application of innovation. Milton Bell once said, if opportunity doesn't knock, build a door. So, if you are ready to be an entrepreneur, Heritage Christian College is ready for you. Heritage Christian College moves you from a wantrepreneur to become an entrepreneur. About one-third of a million people live with HIV in Ghana. Close to 10,000 of them die each year, mostly as a result of a lack of antiretroviral drugs and adherence. In fact, close to 57% of children under 14 years living with HIV do not receive antiretroviral drugs, again as a result of inadequate funds to provide them with medication. Life expectancy for these children is grim. The big worry, close to 16,300 people are newly infected with HIV each year. With this alarming rate of HIV infections, all of us are in danger. And Ghana is headed for an epidemic explosion if nothing is done now to avert it. While the Ghana AIDS Commission is working hard to overturn the situation, the Commission urgently needs funding support from corporate Ghana and individuals to save lives. We're therefore appealing to you, corporate entities and individuals, to support the National HIV and AIDS Fund by dialing star 9898-HASH on MTN and Vodafone and follow the prompts or pay into the National HIV and AIDS Fund account number 101-863-161-3233, Bank of Ghana. Your donation will be used to prevent new infections and provide care for people living with HIV, including children affected by AIDS. For further information, please call Ghana AIDS Commission on 302 919260 or email info at ghanaids.gov.gh. Give to save a life today. Ghana AIDS Commission partnering to eliminate HIV and AIDS. Hello, my name is Abeiku Agri Santana. If there's anything that makes my life so easy, it is my bank. I love hanging out with my boys' boys at our usual fufu joint. 
But even without cash, we still they chop better with EcoBank Mobile. No matter the time of day, my bank helps me stay in touch with my beautiful wife whenever she's away. And when my beautiful wife is in town, she never misses out on her favorite TV shows because I'm able to pay up all my TV subscriptions from the comfort of my mobile phone. Whenever she has to get groceries too, my bank makes it cashless and convenient. And the part my wife loves the most is when my bank makes it possible and easy for her to shop from any part of the world without moving <laughs> welcome to the smart world of ecobank download ecobank mobile from google play store or the app store and discover the smart way to bank ecobank the pan-african bank daddy daddy <sighs> this tank is big yes that's true it can store a lot of water that's so true. Wow, it has a working surface on it. Mm-hmm, that's so true. I can see S-I-N-T-E-X syntax. That is so true, my daughter. When it falls down, it will spoil That's not true. But why? Why? <laughs> Syntex was the first to introduce double layer tanks in Ghana. Syntex again was the first to introduce white inner layers in Ghana. Syntex gives you the biggest warranty seven years. No matter your water needs, Syntex is the answer. Syntex tank. Are you strong? Are you tough? Unforgettable moments in their life. Okay, I simple. I'd like to talk about my first time. It was her natural look, complemented by her favorite green silky apparel that caught my attention. I have to say, she automatically possessed me with her smile, which exposed her beautiful white teeth. That's not all. Her enduring signature perfume could be smelled from afar. Madam, why do you look so surprised? My first time with her was special and irresistible. I'm talking about Cindy Rice. Cindy Rice can be found in selected supermarkets nationwide. Everybody loves Cindy Rice. Sweet aroma. Great taste. This advert is FDA approved.
life beautiful. Embrace it with the all-new Ahuofe from GTP Life. Welcome back and thank you so much for staying with us here on Joy News Prime. Now, the AU peacekeeping mission in Somalia says insurgent and terrorist group fighting the Somali government, Al-Shabaab, has become fluid and unpredictable. Acting Force Commander of the African Union Transition Mission in Somalia, Major General Marius Ngende Bank, says the group has now withdrawn from most major towns and cities to villages and small towns. His comments come at a time the AU troops are wrapping up with their operations. Now, the EU wants to gradually reduce the number of troops in a country until December 2024, when the mission ends with the Somali government expected to take control. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado. Para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Civil war and activities of insurgent groups have plunged the country into more than two decades of instability. Now, security personnel drawn from various countries, including Ghana, are all playing a role to restore order. My colleague Maxwell Agbagba of our security desk joins me via Zoom from Somalia, where the force commander has been speaking. So, Maswell, it has been more than two decades of civil and insecurity uh, in Somalia. You arrived there today, Monday. Tell us, what um, have you been seeing or heard from these uh, commanders so far? Well, Carlos, um, security, I must say, is very tight here um, in Somalia. In fact, right from the um, airport, what we got out, we saw a lot of um, armored vehicles from different countries. I remember that different countries are contributing troops to restore calm and order here in this um, East African country. So their presence is felt everywhere. Now, um, if you speak to um, some of the residents, um, mm. some of the citizens, some of the people who live here, um, they tell you um, that just when you know they feel like um, a lot has been done to stem the tide of attacks that you've been experiencing as recent as june for instance um they had an attack here in that attack um nine people died at a restaurant now in january um 2023 just this year also mm. um, a government building was also attacked six people were killed in that particular um, attack. So although the AU forces here are saying that, look, they've been able to push um, um, the Al-Shabaab militants into the bushes, into um, far areas and remote areas, mm. sometimes they're still able to attack, you know, in the capital. And that's a worry um, for um, some of the uh, peacekeeping personnel who we've been interacting with. But they tell us that they've been able to eliminate majority of the threats. All right, so, from the um, ATMES commander here. Okay, so the acting force commander for the African Union Transition Mission in Somalia, he has also uh, described the threat posed by Al-Shabaab as unpredictable and fluid, but says plans are underway to hand over security matters to the country. Tell us more. The security situation 
as you know, in generally, in Somalia, because of the terrorist threat, the security situation is fruit and unpredictable. Al-Shabaab has remained the dominant enemy of Somalia and the Horn Africa region. It has now withdrawn from most of major towns and cities to the village and small towns, even bushes or forests across Atimis area of responsibilities. The strongholds are still in the Juba Valley, Bai, Bakur, and the Gedo regions of Somalia. Those regions are yet to be cleared of Al-Shabaab. Al-Shabaab has an active force estimated between 12,000 and 15,000 militants operating in the Artemis area of responsibility. The force generation is facilitated by an aggressive recruitment campaign that is either radicalized voluntarily or forceful. The tactical modus operandi of Al-Shabaab is still to, to avoid force-on-force -force combat with the friendly forces in favor of complex attacks often employed uh, of combining combination of various types of uh, improvised explosive devices and ground assault forces. Small-scale raids, ambushes, and the cross-cut assassination against government personnel and other individuals challenging the authority. As such, the group largely employs asymmetric warfare tactics. The group mainly operates in small units of less than 20, 20 fighters and they can increase the number to approximately 250 fighters to conduct major attacks. Also, we understand he has also been listing the achievements of the African Union Transition Mission in Somalia. What exactly did he say? Well, he says um, these troops um, drawn from different countries have done a lot in creating some semblance of calm and stability um, here in this country. Indeed, there are a lot of government buildings where we go right now. You find this Atmos personnel stationed there. Um, protecting it and then um, providing some form of security. If you go through the streets, um, you come across a lot of impenetrable um, barriers on the streets manned by uh, security personnel drawn from various um, um, countries. So in the capital, especially Mogadishu, mm. there is that kind of peace and there's that kind of, you know, calm here. And we understand that is also the case in other parts um, of the country. But just that when you go to the villages, that is when you have, you know, um, the difficulties. Um, the commander tells us that they've also been providing a very safe corridor um, for humanitarian and aid workers who are stationed here in this country, a lot of them, to be able to go about their normal duties and also for government business to be able to function, Carlos. All right. Thank you so much, my colleague, Maxwell Agbaba, reaching us from uh, Somalia.
agencies and the humanitarian agencies, among others. Artemis forces continue to conduct various systemic activities across sectors in support of the vulnerable population. For instance, the distribution of water and the food during the dry season and the, and the, and the flood season, respectively. Provision of medical service to the poor, the opening of some some of community roads across all sectors. This has been uh, achieved by encroaching uh, on limited resources for troops. Artemis has effectively provided security to the humanitarian convoy, convoys traveling to and from vulnerable places as well as UN staff and other officials as and were never required. For instance, between April and August, about 772 metric tons of food and other supplies have been distributed with support from Artemis to vulnerable people in the, in the area like Elwak, Dinso, Badere, Baidoa, and others across the sectors. I wish to reiterate Artemis resolve and saying a Somali free of Al-Shabaab. We will continue to jointly coordinate and fight alongside SSF to realize this goal of building a, a secure, peace and a prosperous Somalia. We took a break, we'll return with showbiz. Stay with us. Pass Food juice drink. This advert is FDA approved. 
In life, choice is good, but Choice Plus Safety is way better. Your safety and comfort is paramount. Under the cylinder recirculation model, you can buy LPG in a safe environment. All cylinders are inspected and maintained to the best safety standards, so your safety is assured. Just take your empty cylinder to the nearest exchange point and swap it for a filled cylinder. Different cylinder sizes will be available to meet your pocket size. Imagine cooking in a smoke-free environment. This will improve the health and well-being of you and your family. Choose LPG in a safer model of distribution. Cylinder recirculation model. Securing your safety. Creating more jobs. A message from the National Petroleum Authority under the patronage of the Ministry of Energy. My name is John, and this is my long-time crush. My cookie dipped in strawberry yogurt. On this scorching hot afternoon on our way back from a long job hunt, we met this good Samaritan who offered us a ride. Six weeks later... Big night to Shania special wedding reception for her bride and groom. And there she is, my cookie dipped in someone else's yogurt. Don't be like John, who holds the mula, calls the shots, play game by games, the easiest lottery to play and win. With four numbers from zero to nine, up to three times daily to become one of our daily lucky winners. Dial star 946 hash to play now. Or you can also play online at www.gameparkgames.com. Game Park is regulated by the National Lottery Authority. Investment Limited. Welcome back. It's time for showbiz with your own Nuella. <laughs> Nuella, what do we have in showbiz? Thank tonight? you. Oh, we have a lot, but this this is my first time with you. Yeah, sure. sure, sure, sure. So yeah, high five. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How are you doing? I'm doing awesome well. stuff. Mm. You're looking good. Ah, thank you. Yeah. You're looking really dapper too. Thank you. Anyway, so let's begin with the unfortunate news we heard yesterday about singer Wendy Shea. Okay. Um, I don't know if you heard, but she was involved in a near fatal accident on the Kwabinya. ACP Road. Those are the visuals you see rolling on your TV screens. Mm. And, um, you know, the person that narrated the whole accident or incident said, you know, she did everything she could. I mean, from eyewitnesses, she did everything she could to sort of swerve a tipper track. But, you know, um, <laughs> the tipper track found a way to hit her. Whoa, too bad. But thankfully, um, she's okay. Her management has have released um, a statement indicating that she's responding to treatment All in right. a hospital. So if we can have that statement 
on our screens. I could quickly read through it. So it says, we are pleased to announce that Wendy Shea has survived a fatal accident and is currently responding to treatment. The accident occurred on Sunday, September 10th, around 12 midnight at the ACP Kwabena High Road when a tipper truck hit the singer's car from the back. Now, the singer was immediately rushed to the hospital where she received prompt medical attention. According to the last uh, latest medical report, Wendy Shea is in a stable condition and is is expected to make a full recovery. Raftown Records, family and friends would like to thank everyone for that, uh, their prayers and their outpouring of love and support from fans and well wishes. So, I mean, those are the salient bits yeah, of, yeah. you know, um, the statement. And, of course, it's signed by her management, Raftown Records. But, so let's move away from that yeah. and talk about rapper Eel. Mm -hmm. do, you, do you remember any of his songs? But then she'll move on. So um, he took a hiatus of music or like a long break. And uh, this morning, he was on Daybreak Hits with Andy Dossi on Hits 103.9 FM. And he has been sharing just what that break did for him. And also, some time ago, it came out that he had resorted to working as a delivery guy in the U.S. Yeah. And it was quite a, a weird news for people. Well, apparently, it was a fake story that he orchestrated. Whoa. It made me a much better person. It has really improved me. It, it taught me a lot of. It just improved me discipline, patience, just how to how to manage myself a lot more. It's it's really matured me. So I'm happy I did. And music is something that I've always done. It's not like I took a break from music. I just took a break from the limelight. Um, consistency is very important to an artist, and that's mm. what it has taught me. So I guess that's a lesson that I had to learn from the whole thing. But I don't have any regrets taking a step back for my own well-being, for my own physical health, my mental, everything. I needed to do that. So I did. Uh, had you been frustrated, especially with comments that, oh, man, you people. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like um, fans are, especially Ghanaian fans, are very unsatiable, very insatiable. Like, you have to keep it coming. It's a 24-hour job. And I didn't expect that. So at a point in time, it became a little overwhelming for me. He said something earlier on. I don't know if um, he's able to give us clarity on that. He, you asked him about the delivery boy story in the U.S. And he said, you said it was uh, a stunt. Mm. It was. It was. It was more of a, like an attention grab. So there you have it. It was an attention grab. Uh, that's by rapper Eo. Let's move away quickly from that. Have you ever had an experience of watching a movie, more like a cinema feel, but at the seashore? No. Okay. So some patrons over the weekend had that experience, and my colleague, I.B. Ben Bako, was there with this report. And those were views of excited patrons who were at the maiden edition of Movie at the Shore, an event organized by Sunwave Entertainment at the Bella Sun Club Beach Resort, where patrons watch movies at the seashore in a very relaxed open-air atmosphere. 
one of the organizers, Kukwateria, who was attending to the Patreon to make sure they were okay, said the turnout was beyond what they had anticipated and also confirmed that the movie at the show event will be a quarterly one. So I'm feeling the rush because my friend showed up for me and I am actually feeling the rush also because um, this turned out better than I expected it to be. So I am, um, it's just, and I'm stressed because, you know, coordinating things up and down is not an easy thing. So all in all, I'm very grateful that this actually happened. All right, so that's a report by my colleague, Ibrahim Benbak, and that'd be all for Showbiz Callers. Great, 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 great Showbiz there. And so that's all we have time for in this. Uh, for more news, log on to myjoyonline.com. Vet Investment Limited. There are days when you think, whoa, today I've earned it. So order a global. Days when plans run longer. What if we order a global? Or days when you can't control everything. Oh yes, because on global, you can order anything you want. Global, you order, we deliver. And the overall best student goes to Kwame Boateng. That's my son. Get a TV. TCLC6452 like TV? Yes. You can now get 4K content. And because you like games, it's got game mode. Wow! Like father, like son. With TCL side-by-side refrigerators, you can always get something still to quench your thirst. Wow! Your mom is the best. TCL air conditioners are the best because it cools so well. Wow! No, no color. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? La emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Enjoy the best quality sound with TCL Soundbar. Do all your washing with TCL Affordable Washing Machine. Always buy the best from TCL. TCL is powerful. Betway is your gateway to a theme park full of gaming excitement. A whirlpool of wonder where your favorite games come to life. Where you can take to the skies with max payouts that reach into the millions. All in the palm of your hand. Visit betway.com.gh. Terms and conditions apply. Betway is regulated by the Gaming Commission of Ghana. No under 18. Bet responsibly. Betway. Bet your way. Hi. Now let me share my wildlife experience with you at Safari Valley Eco Park. Welcome to Safari Valley Echo Park. Our electric shuttle pulled up and in no time our tour began. We were surrounded by wildlife from the moment we entered the Echo Park. We were greeted by experienced tour guides who took us through orientation and how to better enjoy the experience. Watch these animals roam freely in their natural habitat undisturbed by our presence. We saw zebras, sable antelopes, brown cranes, mara, silky chicken, nalas, Shetland ponies, and so many animals I just couldn't keep up. Our tour guides taught us so much about the 
the wildlife, their behavior, and how to interact with them. I even fed them. We also went fishing on a man-made canal. Then we took a break to have lunch in this serene environment. All this amazing experience for this price for adults? This price for teenagers. It's a bargain. As the sun began to set, it was time to go back home, but not before dinner by the campfire. It has been a thrill of a lifetime, and I can't wait till my next visit. Safari Valley Eco Park, bringing you closer to nature. The business segment is brought to you by Ecobank, the Pan African Bank. It's time you switched to Bell Park today. And it's time for business here on Joy News Prime with me, Beverly Broom. Now, unemployment as a percentage of the labor force is expected to tick slightly to 4.0% in 2023 from 3.9% in 2022. That's according to a new report by Fitch Solutions. It pointed out that unemployment will hold at 4.0% and if accompanied by easing inflation, we'll see a rise in real wages for many households. Yes, more. While this is a marginal increase that should not have much bearing on consumer incomes, the unemployment rate, it said, has been rising since 2017 and is expected to continue on this path over the medium term and beyond. The UK-based firm pointed out that the size of the country's labour force is reduced by low life expectancy at around 64.3 years of age, which is itself a result of the low level of government expenditure on healthcare and the prevalence of waterborne diseases and chronic illnesses such as HIV-AIDS. A shortage of highly skilled workers, it added, also means employers have to import workers from abroad to fill the gaps in the domestic workforce. Furthermore, Fitch Solutions said the high levels of household debt remain a risk to the consumer outlook as it limits the future of availability of debt. Now, household spending is set to reach 107.8 billion cities this year, higher than the 101.9 billion cities posted in 2019. According to Fitch Solutions' latest report dubbed Ghana Consumer Outlook, spending will expand to 112.1 billion cities in 2024. 
Nonetheless, it said a stubbornly high level of inflation and fiscal consolidation policies will weigh on real purchasing power for many consumers in Ghana. Meanwhile, lecturer at the University of Cape Coast, Kawo, is looking, looking at the development from the economic perspective, said the higher expenditure is an indication of more confidence in the country's economy. When you look at the amount, uh, 107.8 billion cities within the Ghanaian economy. It, it is very significant. It might mean that more production will have to go on. There is going to be increase in job creation within the economy because during this period that consumers are buying the products and they are spending more, it means that there is a need for us to produce and more people hands are needed to make sure that we fill the gap that is being created. When you look at the impact on the economy, that will, that will lead to job creation and that will lead to more uh, growth in the GDP to uh, household expenditure ratio that we have. And that, that means that there is the need for government to make sure that they restructure the various sectors of the economy. For example, agriculture sector have to be restructured the manufacturing sector have to be restructured to meet the current needs of the economy in terms of demand for goods and services. Production of raw materials and importing will not be the way to go. We need to industrialize our agricultural sector, and that would be able to help us. It also uh, means that government will now have to also control the fiscal, uh, the the expenditure uh, phase, because if you reduce your expenditure, it will go a long way to help the citizens in buying goods. So inflation will come down. And once inflation comes down, the citizens will end up being better off. Now, the Ghana Hotels Association has petitioned the Speaker of Parliament over what it describes as unfair treatments by the Public Utilities Regulatory Commission. According to the association, the PRC has unfairly increased water and electricity tariffs for its members, making it difficult for them to operate. Dr. Edward Akanyamika Jr. is the president of the Ghana Hotels Association. He explains the reason behind the petition. First of all, to get the PRC to revert the 167% tariff increase for water for February, March, April, and May. Secondly, we also want the speaker to seek justification from the PRC on why they have migrated hotels from the non-residential category to the commercial category. And thirdly, we also want the speaker to get a PRC to ensure that there is proper stakeholder engagement in future uh, discussion on tariffs. Mm. And in all your engagements with the PURC, what has been their explanations? Basically, they are uh, justifying the increase with the fact that we have been migrated to the commercial category. But Pius, that migration was announced in May 2023. 
way beyond the February 2023 that we are talking about. So you migrated us without prior notice to us in February 2023, and then the announcement itself came in, 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 in May. Now, with the letter, the response they gave to us, they uh, say that that is where we are, and so that's what we're supposed to be paying, which we disagree. We've tried various ways to address this matter. Unfortunately, this is how far we have come. I personally would want to see the speaker's uh, attention as the final point of, of, of redress. If the speaker gives that attention and uh, holds a meeting with the PRC and the rules on the matter will take the decision on the matter, I would want to see it as the final declaration of the issue. Now, the Customs Division of the Ghana Avenue Authority is warning clearing agents at the port to desist from the use of false documents with the aim of helping importers to evade custom duty at the port. The warning follows an intelligence in February on some two companies and importers that had falsified trade documents on their bills of lading in clearing goods from the Tema port. Commissioner for Customs, Al-Haji Drisu Seidu-Jisa, warns that persons involved in such practice shall be made to face the law. Yes, more. Agents and local shipping lines have denied the state of huge sums of revenue. According to the Commissioner of Customs, Al-Haji Idrisu Seidu Idisa, some agents processes customs declarations with inaccurate particulars with the aim of paying lower customs duty and taxes. He warns that the division is on high alert to apprehend all culprits. We are currently investigating both the shipping lines I mean, and the agents importers to find out a degree of collaboration or connivance that, that took place. Because if at least one, in, in some instances, we saw an agent putting the writing and deceiving the, uh, the importer plus the government, it means that there is some I mean, collaboration between that, those agents and the, the shipping line who have admitted that they have done that. We are equally expanding the the investigation to cover, uh, I mean, six years earlier because we have realized that, and other companies, because it may not be the, the, the only companies who are doing that. And there's a possibility of prosecuting with all those involved. And we want to give a warning to everybody that you cannot hide. Whatever happens, it will come out. The commissioner has also hinted investigations are being expanded to fish out all who may be part of such syndicates for the necessary sanctions to be applied. We, are, we were going down. Our system have information on all those, I mean, all the declarations that we are suspecting and we are, we are continuing with it. So we are looking out for more and we are also proceeding to deal with writing demand or write demand notices to those who are owing and also look at the criminal aspect and prosecute those who are involved. The division has begun the process to prosecute the importers of goods that have been apprehended at the Tema port. And that's all for business tonight. For more business news, you can log on to myjoyonline.com forward slash business. I am Beverly Broom. Have a good evening.
business segment was brought to you by Ecobank, the Pan African Bank. It's time you switch to Bell Park today. Life beautiful. Embrace it with the all-new Ahuofe from GTP Life. For decades, we have helped businesses connect with their trade partners all over the globe. From Ghana to Burkina Faso, Cote d'Ivoire, Benin, Togo, Senegal, China, Morocco, France, Netherlands, and many other countries. We have made it possible to bring Ghana to the world. We have brought small and medium businesses closer to their customers across the regions in Ghana with our SME support facilities. We have brought relief and smiles to the faces of families with our employee personal loans. With our cutting-edge technology and digital support, we take the burden of complex thinking off you, making life simple. That is who we are, as close as a partner. Bank of Africa. We are indeed the African bank with the global reach. Darling, I won't touch your calipo, okay? Okay. Hey, should I listen for you? It's okay, Grandma. You can drink it all. Oh, coffee. I brought plenty for you. Do you know that? Calipo, the natural fruit juice drink. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the... Fever, headache, vomiting, loss of appetite. I couldn't even eat my usual fufu. <laughs> you and your fufu. But I hope you got tested before the malaria treatment. Yes, I did. And thanks to Malatu, I kicked out malaria one time. When malaria strikes, take Malatu, containing Arthometer and Lumifantrin. Comes in tablets and suspension for effective treatment of malaria. Great to have you back. Thank you. No problem. Malatu is suitable for adults and children. Manufactured and distributed by NS Chemist Limited.
This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA. Good to football with Go TV. Nobody but Go TV gives you all games of La Liga and Syria. The, the Premier League and UEFA games that matter, and the world's favorite cup competitions. Get Go TV Super for only two forty nine CDs to enjoy the football overload. Go TV, love it. It's brought to you by Commended DBS Industries to you. Let's go to DBS Industries. Escuchas ese rugido. Sientes la experiencia de poder. La emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Romero Zakwasvao. Now the Black Bombers are hoping to make the most of the opportunity at the ongoing African qualifiers for the 2024 Olympic Games in Paris. Six Kenyan boxers out of the 12 taken to Dakar, uh, Senegal have been eliminated at the ongoing boxing qualifiers, with six more still in contention for qualification to the Games next year. Now, out of those eliminated include Seth Jima, also known as Freezy McBones, who lost to his Senegalese opponent, Seydou Konate, in the middleweight category on Saturday uh, through a unanimous decision. But the UK-based boxer insists he should have won the fight. May, may, show, may really comment. I don't, I, I, if, it, if I show you my Instagram inbox and uh, uh, Facebook inbox, it's a lot. I don't have the time for all this negative and that. You know what I'm saying? I always I do what I, what I want to do and what makes me happy. But as a boxer, I represent for the country. I always put my life on the line. You know what I'm saying? I put my life on the line. I do things for the for the nation, for the country. Like um, the sports minister said, guys, now you're going to Senegal. You guys are going to represent for over 35 million people in Ghana. You know, so once I get in the ring, that's the thing in my mind. I said, damn. He said this, let me go and give all my best. So once I'm in the ring, and any, it's not only this competition, any chance, any step, any opportunities I get as a boxer, since I put my gloves on, I don't play. Whoever knows freezing, no freezing. I always aggressive and go forward and get the win. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, everybody focuses on me, sometimes he comes with empty handed. You know, so this time if I come home with empty handed, and it's so funny, like, this is something that was so, so put my mind onto it because this, this is uh, for Africa Championship, right? And this also um, at the end of the of the competition, you're gonna win gold. So it's not overhyped, but like I said, people have a title to say whatever they want to say. So that is their own problem. The Ghana amputee football team were crown champions after coming from behind to beat Morocco two goals to one. In the final of the 2023 African Paralympic Games football tournament at the Magdan Park in Accra. Now, the Black Challenger entered the final seeking revenge over the Moroccans, having lost 2 1 to the North Africans at the group stage. Here is a report of the game. The Black Challenge entered the final seeking revenge over the Moroccans, 
having lost 2-1 to the North Africans at the group stage. The Moroccans started the game much stronger as they posed more threatening attack to Team Ghana, forcing goalkeeper Razak Seydou into making saves. They eventually broke the deadlock in the 38 minutes through a beautiful keller into the top left corner after a mistake by midfielder Alute, who gave the ball away cheaply in midfield. The Black Challenge started the second half much better as they kept on mounting pressure on the Morocco defence. After a series of pressure, the football gods finally smiled on the Ghanaian side in the dying numbers of the game as Hamza Mohamed finished off a beautiful team move to bring Team Ghana back on level terms. As the place erupted with the crowd singing and cheering them on, Team Ghana took advantage of the momentum and took the lead. Captain Richard Atta scored a beautiful worked free kick to complete and give the Black Challenge a 2-1 lead in extra time to win the trophy for the team. Richard Arthur and coach Stephen Richard Obing both spoke to Joy Sports. The land belongs to us. We have to defend it. We've defended it. We've made our families proud. We've made Ghanaians proud. We will forever be proud of this achievement. And Ghana will forever remember us. Because this is what we, we aim to do. And we've really done it in a marvelous way. So I had wanted to present a trophy to our president, Nana Akufoa. So by hook or crook, the trophy must remain. So when the ball came, I remember that promise that I made to myself that no, we have to meet Akufuado and present the cup to him. So this should be the win. It came and I did the dealing. The first time ever in Africa, Paris Games and Ghana, we are hosting and we are winning. We came to your office and I told you you're going to make it. And by the special grace of God and hard work, here we are going to lift the median trophy of the first African Paris Games right here in Akar Magdan Park. It's super excitement for the team and the whole of Ghana. It's not a revenge. Vengeance is of the Lord. So we gave everything to the Lord. We did our part and we came back stronger than before when we played them in the group stage. What next is the African game which is coming on next year April. That's a big target, you know. You can see the teams which came. Uh, it wasn't an easy team and in the Afghan it's not going to be easy. So we are going to prepare fully. That is why we need the leg in Ghana to kickstart soon so we can have the players we want to represent Madagana very well and still maintain the championship of Africa. The trophy has been hoisted. Champions Ghana. Congratulations Ghana for emerging champions. Now Juventus midfielder Paul Pogba has been provisionally suspended from playing because of an anti-doping offence. Now, Italy's National Anti-Doping Tribunal, NADO, said Pogba returned a test with elevated levels of testosterone after Juventus' 3-0 win at Udinese on the 20th of August. Now, the France International was an unused substitute but was selected at random for post-match drug testing. Now, if found guilty of doping, he could face a ban of between two and four years. Juventus said in a statement that the, the club 
uh, has received a precautionary, uh, that Pogba has indeed received a precautionary suspension order from the National Anti-Doping Tribunal following the results of tests carried out on August 20th. The club further stated that it reserves the right to consider the next procedural steps. Now, Nado said Pogba had violated anti-doping rules when they found the prohibited substance non-edogenous testosterone metabolites and the results were consistent with the exogenous origin of the target compound. Now, testosterone is a hormone that increases the endurance of athletes. Pogba has three days to produce a counter-analysis of the results to the tribunal. Some tennis now, and Coco Gauff has paid tribute to Serena and Venus Williams following her U.S. Open triumph. The team recovered from a set down to defeat Arena Sabalenka 2-6, 6-3-6-2, and win the first Grand Slam of her career. Now, the 19-year-old followed in the legendary footsteps of the Williams sisters as she became the 14th American woman in the Open era to win the U.S. Open. Gauff is also the first American teenager since Serena Williams to recount champion at the flashing meadows and during her post-match press conference the soon-to-be new world number three issued a powerful speech in which she credited the legendary sibling duo for overcoming adversity and paving the way for the next generation of black tennis players and beyond well that's it we have for you on prime sports tonight with me was akmus bow do have a lovely evening Sports segments was brought to you by Mender DBS Industries to you. Let's go to DBS Industries. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.